Hi, this is Regeline Sabai, also known as Gigi, and you're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Isabel Rodriguez. She is Scandinavia's number one transformational mindset coach and speaker. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And hello, everybody watching. I'm super excited to be here. Likewise, such an honor to have you here today, Isabel. Now, why don't you start off by telling us more about you and where are you from? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a pleasure being here. I'm actually from Sweden in a little small town called Tirsa, but I'm living in Costa Rica. Um, I'm married. I just had a baby son. He's actually nine months, but I, I, for me, it's like he came yesterday, right? Uh, but I am a confidence and mindset coach. I have also women's retreats here in Costa Rica for women entrepreneurs. And I have a movie about my life and my, my story, basically. It's called Say Something, and it won the Kristallen Award 2017 in Sweden, which you could uh, probably compare to the Oscars in the States. Um, I will tell you more about that too. But yeah, so my my mission is to help women who have been through traumatic events such as abuse uh, of any kind to um, overcome this. But not only that, but to to transform it and use their story uh, to something that is powerful. So that's basically what I do. Excellent. And you are also a domestic violence survivor and advocate. Tell us a little bit more about your experience. Yeah, so I grew up um, being abused by my stepfather from the age 11 to 15 years old when it, it was a, around four, four uh, years of mentally and physical abuse, mostly on my mom. Uh, we had to run away to a women's shelter. Um, we had to rebuild our lives from scratch, basically. And I think that the time afterwards is almost even worse, hiding and not knowing what to expect and what to do. I would say living through the consequences of your trauma is almost harder. Uh, I, I didn't want to deal with my, my emotions. I was running away for years. I was hitting myself with alcohol and, and drugs. Just not. I didn't want to feel anything. I had so much hate and so much anger inside of me and, and resistant, resistance. And um, I just remember when my mom was trying to, you know, take take on that role as a parent again after, you know, being so weak and 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 just not weak. I would say like insecure and and, and scared for her lives and stuff. I couldn't I couldn't really cope with it. I I, I went against it. I was like, now you want to be my mother again and try to tell me what to do and not to do. So it was hard. It was hard to to rebuild rebuild our relationship back after that uh, abuse. And speaking of trauma, what does trauma mean to you? Well, trauma for me is uh, a wound or like a scar that you probably can't see, but it's affecting you emotionally and in your relationship, not only with other people, but with yourself. That is something that, um, that needs to be healed. And for me, it has been the, the, the biggest healing lesson has been sharing my story, sharing my trauma, sharing it with others because I can connect with them and understand that I'm not alone. They are not alone and use my story as a powerful tool to help other overcome theirs. Amen. That's right. Your voice truly matters and you are never alone. Joshua 1.9 states that. 
as well. And now you are also a sexual assault survivor and advocate. Talk to us a little bit more about your experience. Yeah, well, basically, when I was from the age of four to around five, I was sexually abused by my mother's step, um, my mom's uh, boyfriend's uh, son. So it was my my stepbrother, basically. And I don't remember much of it. uh, But I I know that how my mom uh, understood it was because I was in the car showing on a on a piece of ice cone like an ice cream on what I used to do with his private parts and that's how she understood that oh my gosh my my daughter is being sexually abused um, and it affected me later on in my life and and subconsciously um, very much and uh, that's basically how she got find it out. That's right. And you even ended up in the hospital, correct, in regards to, to drugs. You leaned on drugs thinking that was a solution. Talk to us. Walk us through when you realized that it wasn't a solution and, and what the doctor said to you. He said, it's a miracle. She is alive and she should have been dead. Yeah. Yeah. So I was 19 years old. I had a psychosis from taking drugs over a long period of time and I fell into depression and um Basically what happened was I was drinking and drinking and drinking. And every time I was drinking, I had like panic attacks. And one of those nights I got very, very drunk. I think I even took cocaine at the time. And then I was trying to jump in front of a car and I ended up in a hospital. And when I wake up in a hospital, the doctor just looks at me and be like, Isabel, you are 19 years old. you have the whole life in front of you. What are you doing? Um, and, you know, I, I had my real wake up call there. Also, I got very much help from the doctors and the psychiatrist there. I was in a mental hospital for like around two weeks after this. And I, I started to talk about, you know, my traumas and I got medication. They they, of course, at this time labeled me with bipolar disorder, which I I don't believe I have. And I don't recall that I am a bipolar today. I don't you know, say that. But at the time, I believed it so much that, you know, I was starting to eat medication. And that actually opened up doors for me to start talking about my trauma and actually heal them. Um, Today, I understand that it was because of a lot of trauma I've been through. And the diagnosis and, and, and trauma can look the same. Similar. Yes, ma'am. And now you are also a suicide attempt survivor and advocate. Walk us through that moment where you decided not to end your life. Well, it's been a, a couple of times I've actually tried to end my life, three times actually. And mostly when I was on alcohol, I believe alcohol is a very, very bad poison, to be honest. Uh, but one of the times I took pills, for instance, and I, I remember when I took them, I took a whole box and I remember afterwards like right after I took them and I remember I, but I, I, I don't, I don't want to end it. I don't, I don't want to be away from my family. I don't want to, this is not actually what I want to do. I don't want to end it. I just want to end the pain. And I realized that, okay, if I survive this, I'm going to do everything in my power um, to overcome the pain I have inside. Cause I was in a lot of pain, a lot of emotional uh, and I didn't want to really face it. Uh, but it was not until I actually started to be aware, okay, that the pain is a part of me. It's a part of everything I have to deal with and I have to actually feel it and let it come through and uh, cope with it. 
understanding that it's not going to kill me and finding the tools and the right people to surround myself with through my, my healing process. That's right. And you're a walking, talking testimony that there is hope and there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Absolutely. Absolutely. No matter what you're going through, the, the lowest part of your life, you know, everything happens to you because you are, you specifically are ready um, to handle such thing, uh, to build a string to accomplish something bigger. And that's what I believe. Amen. That's right. And now you are also the founder of Rebuild Your Life program. Talk to us a little bit more about your program. Yeah. So um, along my journey of healing, I started to um, I started to study with Bob Proctor, if you know who that is, Bob Proctor. And I went into a mentorship program with Kane and Alessia Minkus. Um, so I've learned a lot throughout these years because, you know, I wanted to heal myself. That's why I, I wanted to have a mentor. I wanted to get a coach. I wanted to um, educate myself to understand myself better so I could help others. But it was not until the movie came out, Say Something, that I really started to connect with women who have been through the same things. And I started to see a pattern. I started to see that we're going through basically the same pattern after going through abuse. We become very insecure. We start doubting ourselves, you know, building up that confidence. And that's what I put into my program, Rebuild Your Life. So it's all about the mind, body, and finances, because also a lot of women who have been through abuse um, struggle finances-wise because the men have controlled their finances for a long time because they don't want them to leave. Um, So it's all about connecting with your mind, which goes hand in hand with your body, and then also your finances. So in that program, you will learn all three of them. That's right. And I agree. And I, I truly believe in our society, it needs to be discussed more in regards to the financial component in how it intertwines with domestic violence, because there, there is a lot of folks who go through financial abuse who are domestic violence victims. Absolutely, absolutely. And I talked to my my very dear friend. Her name is uh, Agape. She's a she's an incredible woman, survivor of domestic violence as well. And she's working really hard to 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 help women in need right at this moment in the United States. And she was. Um, uh, also talking, no, also another, another woman actually mentioned to me something about crypto, crypto together with domestic violent cases, because you can actually have a wallet on your phone without no access, no card, neither or anything. And you can start saving up money that way to actually be able to escape. Right. Very powerful. Now, Isabel, what gives you the most joy? Oh, my son. Without a doubt, my son and my husband waking up by, like beside my 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 husband, seeing my my son smile when he learns new things, or you know when he's trying to tell me something, you know that that gives me the most joy. But apart from that, working with women and actually seeing the success that they're having in their lives, uh, you know, moving forward, starting to believe in themselves again, gaining that confidence back, that is absolutely beautiful. I love it. Now, Isabel, where can the audience find you? Yeah, so they can always go to my website, which is www.izzyrodriguez.com. Or you can find me on Instagram at izzyrodriguez underscore or email me at info at izzyrodriguez.com. I love it.
Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Izzy on all of our social media platforms. And thank you again for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. You have a blessed day.